If you were listening to Cross Politic on Wednesday, the show went something like this. <laughs> Pastor Toby, you weren't here. No. <laughs> but today's show is going to go something like this. I can't guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. But your kids are going to love it. <laughs> we'll talk about that in just a second. But first, folks, our upcoming, I said folks, I hate it when I say that. <laughs> our upcoming Fight Laugh Feast conference is less than two months away and happening in Knoxville, Tennessee, October 6th through the 8th. Lies, propaganda, storytelling, and the serrated edge. <laughs> Don't miss Beer and Psalms, our amazing lineup of speakers, including George Gilder, Jared Longshore, Pastor Doug Wilson, Dr. Ben Merkel. I'll be speaking. Yeah. Chuck Knox is going to be doing a roundtable discussion with Mrs. Becca Merkel, Mrs. Nancy Wilson, on the power of stories shaping culture. And we got a live show. Oh, that's with right. Megan Basham. Yes. She'd be bashing him. And uh and Jason Whitlock. That's right. We're gonna talk, talk about we're talking about the need for Christians in media. In journalism. In journalism. The lost art of journalism. Amen. Yeah. So I'm um, excited about that. Also, we just announced a business makers pre-conference with Andrew Crappy Shuts from Red Balloon and David Reese, CEO of Armored Republic, yes. growing businesses in a woke culture. Also, don't miss our awesome vendors, meeting new friends, and stuff for the kids, too, like jumpy castles and, yes, infant baptisms. Mm. Lots and lots <laughs> and lots of inf- I'm kidding. Also, did you know you can save money by signing up for a club membership? Go to fightlefeast.com, sign up for a club membership, get $100 off the conference registration with your club discount. We can't wait to fellowship with you. Sing psalms and celebrate God's goodness in Knoxville. October 6th through the 8th. So Wednesday, uh, we had a very interesting yeah, show. Yeah. What, what, what and, happened? Uh, and Gabe, I'm sure, is happy that he's not here today to take part. Gabe? Uh, Gabe? is actually on vacation getting the last little bits yeah. of summer in with his family. Yeah, man, the nerve. So, the nerve to miss his show. And then, you know, Jason Farley, who is kind of like at the center of this along with Jerry yeah. Longshore. Where's Jason? Jason is actually trying to sell a script. He's actually a comedy writer. Yeah. And he, so that he can pay for things with his family. And so yeah, he couldn't you know, be here yeah. today. But and I will Jared? say Where's Jared? Jared? I, Jared I I have no idea. I don't even know. So where. here I am, and here you are. You weren't here, but you're here now, yeah, yeah, and here I am. So, yeah. um, and on, Bill, and, Bill's and here, Bill, like Bill Garraway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he'll answer all our questions. So on Wednesday, we talked about um, slavery, abortion, and transgenderism, right? Yeah, Just, yeah. We, I saw that. Okay, and one of the things that I was noticing that was happening inside of the transgender movement was this issue of identity, yeah. right? And I was noticing that. Like Jeff Schaefer was talking about, we've divorced identity um, from motherhood to marriage mm. to children mm-hmm. so that now the since parents don't matter anymore in the context because we've avoided their ability to have relationship to their kids because of the fact mm-hmm. that marriage produces children. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that now the seculars have come in and decided to help your children find their own identity. Right. It, right. So they're saying right. since the relationship between mother and child, father and child is now obliterated and destroyed, right. who's the one who's actually has authority over the parents? Well, the seculars do. Yeah, right. And the one of the things that I want to discuss and I have been discussing with Jason, we've probably got like 65 hours of content. 65 hours? That's probably right. Yeah. What, wait, where do you listen to this? This is Knox Unplugged on, on the app. Knox Unplugged on the app. 65 yeah. hours? Yeah, the average show is somewhere between two and two and a half hours and we got about 35 oh of them. Oh my so gracious. You all listen to this? <laughs> 65 hours. About, so okay. we've been working through this concept, working through this and there's a lot of things that I've learned in this process. Yeah. Some of the things I've learned is that I'm more Gnostic than I know Yeah. and I'm far more... Yeah, the enlightenment is far more in me than it should be. Yeah, I've been trying to tell you. I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> you know what? You th really Jason, have. Jason, thank you. Appreciate no, it. I'll, checks in the mail. You you really have. And so <laughs> one of the things that I would, because of that and knowing that, I wanted Jason to come on and say, do you think that the American evangelical church right. has a way to deal with the transgender movement? Mm. And so we talked about that. Everybody who knows that, listen to the show, they know that it went bonkers, right? Because Jason basically said, the individualistic idea and concept that we he said no we we don't because we're too individualistic right, right? right and he said the individual individualistic concept and idea that we have in our covenant theology particular mm -hmm. in american baptist theology mm -hmm. has led to this individualistic idea inside of secular inside the secular culture yeah. which is now you can choose your identity uh, right? right. So in the same way that we don't put the identity on our children, mm. uh, in the same way, right. they get to choose their identity out in, in uh, right. when they can decide to become a Christian. Right. Also, the yeah. secularist idea is just reflecting that from right. the church right. going downstream right. that now you can choose your identity as a yeah. boy or Man, a girl, male, female, male, female. Or, right. or something else. Right. With, Zebra. Right. Right. And so it, that made a lot of people upset. Mainly my reform. Uh, did y'all read Carl Truman's book? I'm going to get there. Did you read? What's it called? <laughs> Carl, everyone's uh, like the, sharing the rise. Carl They're like, yes, this is the like, like next to the Bible. Right. Carl, Carl Truman. Truman. <laughs> yeah, Give the, it to all your children. The all rise your of the human self or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But rise and fall, rise and triumph of the, yeah. Of the self, right? The self. Something that's, like that. Yeah. That's, I don't know. So if they look up Carl Truman, they'll find it. Yeah, but it's in the and book. He's, and he's got like a new popular version that just came out too, that everybody's like raving about. Right. That's, well, there's a small, hand yeah, easier yeah, version yeah, to read. Right. But th before we actually delve into this any further, I wanted to try and put a context to this. Yeah. A little bit of a context about who we are and the relationship we have with Baptists. Because a lot of right. Baptist brothers are acting yeah. like, oh, yeah. you guys hate us. Right. Um, this is horrible. How could right. you have any relationship with us? And I, I just wanted to stop for a second and say, hold on a second. Our, our tagline is winsome Presbyterians. <laughs> Didn't you get that? Winsome, nice, flattering. Uh, not the tagline I was thinking of, but but I want to I want to say like I love my Baptist brothers right. more than they love me, and I have evidence of that. Uh oh, I have evidence. I'm a part of a denomination, the CREC, hmm. that believes that Baptists and Presbyterians should not separate because of the issue of right. baptism. Right. I mean, we and not just Baptist Presbyterian. We have Charismatics. Mm -hmm. I don't know of a more ecumenical. They might not like that. Who's that? <laughs> I don't know the Baptists. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> They're like, you're friends with charismatics. Now, how dare you? Yeah, uh, that's true. That's I don't point. know. <laughs> but we have all different groups uh, and walks inside the CREC and allows for that inside the CREC yeah. Yeah. so that we don't separate over these issues. Right. There isn't a, every Sunday I am in communion. Right. Unlike a lot of Baptist churches, mm. I'm in communion and fellowship and membership right. with Baptists right. inside of my Presbyterian church, and we're right. breaking bread at the table. Right. And and so it's not like uh, I, I was telling the guys earlier. I haven't 
seen this kind of trouble. I haven't been in this kind of trouble in a long time. The last time I got in this kind of trouble with Baptists, I said, Baptists are the Presbyterians what Jim Crow laws are to black people. We're not saying you can't have water. You just can't have it from this fountain. And uh, Oh, I thought we were trying to make it better. I, I, right. And my point in saying that, though, just before all my badges, like, oh, my goodness, he's making it worse. Yeah. My point in saying that was that the way that Baptists view Presbyterians when it comes to being in relationship with them at the table and in communion with them in membership at the church right. is that they don't say that right. we're not— so, yeah. So like, right. We have friends. Yeah, we're friends, but you can't be a member at this church. <laughs> right. You can't have communion with us. Is and, that really how it is? Lot, yeah. In some places, it really is. Uh-huh. If you haven't, like, if my if my children grow up and go to a Baptist church, they have to be rebaptized. Like, they can't. They oh. can't. Their, their baptism doesn't. They can't be a member. Right. I, I've been to some Baptist churches, and my son um, wasn't looked at as being. My son's like ten years old. He wasn't looked at as being a Christian, oh. and so because he wasn't immersed. Because he wasn't immersed, and so he's not a part of. Mm. He's not able to take communion, mm. and. I didn't want to leave my son right. outside, so I didn't right. take communion either, right? right. And so, but I, and it hurt me because I'm like, I thought we were brothers. We we can have different agreements, right. disagreements on this situation. We can, man, my charismatic brothers, we've given them some serious, serious mm. accusations about where the theology leads. Right. I mean, we've right. roasted right. Right. <laughs> our our Midian friends over yeah. there, right? We just and yet those are still my brothers because the only thing that separates us is justified or not, right? No, yeah, that's, there's, that's the, yeah. And if can, we're justified, you're in Christ. And you can come to the table. We're on the same team. We're on the same family. You got to sign the covenant. You come right. to the table. This right. is where we are. Right. So I want to make sure that the conversation is being had, right. understanding that about us. And it's a little, di- and it's different in a second. We're going to look at a, a couple tweets, right? Yeah. Uh, from yeah. people that, with, the, with, you know, all our fans. <laughs> yeah, you're coming up. Um, it, but like, it's, it's, it really is different to say, I mean, that we, so if somebody says we think this kind of theology causes this kind of aberration, this right, kind of problem, right, right, that is a different qualitative kind of thing than saying you cannot eat at this table. Sure. I mean, just compare sure. those two things. Like, we think your theology downstream causes this kind of problem. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's have that conversation. Yeah. But to say, I'm sorry, we can't eat at the same table. Yeah. It's actually a more extreme thing. And here's what's crazy about that, Pastor. The ones who feel like that we can't eat the same table are still my brothers. Right. Those are the ones for I me, love to death. For you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, like, and, they're our brothers. And even though they don't see the same way that we see about this, I think they still believe that we're brothers too. Yeah, right. And so when I in this process, James White hit me up. I love you, James. Please don't hurt me. Uh, <laughs> he will. He'll hurt me. It yeah. always hurts. Uh, <laughs> I love him. And he hit me up. And, you know, I remember when I made the comment about um, – Baptists are the Presbyterians. Even Jeff Durbin, he was hurt. He was like, man, how could you say that about that, about us? And I wanted to say, like, there are Baptist brothers who I don't fit inside of the same American Baptist theological foundation system. And there's Presbyterians that I don't fit inside our Reformed. Oh, (laughs) piles of Presbyterians. How do you think we got Baptists? (laughs) Right. Because a bunch of Presbyterians were, were, were messing up stuff, being terrible. Yeah. I mean, if I, I mean, there's a reason why we have to explain when we tell people we're Presbyterians. We frequently add the kind that believe the Bible, right? <laughs> like, like we actually have to say that. There's a, like the kind without rainbow flags on the front of the churches. That's there, the kind of Presbyterian we are. The, the, when I think about James White and I think about Jeff Durbin and those kind of guys, I was listening to the debate that James White had with Doug Wilson on Pato Communion. Yeah, and I got there and listened to it, and I was like. Meh. 
Right. Because I was like, like James to me and, and the people who are like him, yeah. James is talking about, well, I'm willing to baptize four years old. And I'm right. like, well, we got a three year gap, man. What is there? There's yeah. nothing really right. theologically. He's right. post mill. He's theonomic. Right. This nothing really. Right. I right. would feel right at home. Well, isn't that what he put, put, put on the first tweet? Yeah, the, you know, throw that first tweet up there. Um, don't get me wrong. Hey, James White, Mr. Whitebeard. Don't get me wrong. Love cross. Oh, no. Chocolate Knox. Toby and Gabe. Thanks. We love you, too. Just really disappointing that our brothers still don't get the difference between non-confessional Baptist theology and covenantal Baptist theology. Don't blame us for radical individualism. And the short answer is, um, we do get the difference. <laughs> I do. And we don't blame you for radical individualism. No. No. All right. Next. <laughs> that's it. No, that's really it. No. No. But but stop and think for a second. Like, can does does Presbyterianism can it grow a certain kind of mold? Absolutely. You know what? Yes, it does. Pastor Toby. Does it, will, it, will it grow a certain kind of tumors? Yes, it can. Will it get, does it grow a certain kind of cancer? Yes, it does. I don't, I'm a Presbyterian. I just, I just hit myself. Yeah. And I, I've said. Have we caused a whole bunch, a whole host of problems in America? Yes, we have. I think the breakdown, the cosmological breakdown and the enlightenment influence yeah. of Presbyterian theology is why we end up getting so much with slavery. Is why we couldn't mm. beat it. I think we messed up. Our mm. our understanding of humanity, mm. understanding of the world, yeah. we had in common law that it was impossible for the West to embrace a slave because of the fact when he touched Western society, he was a free man. That was in common law. Mm-hmm. But then because of our cosmology and right. because of, right. of the influence of enlightenment, we started changing yeah. our position on yeah. that and then subverted the law. We did. Yeah. We're a bunch of Presbyterians, white supremacists in the South. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, we say things the other no, day. No, no, there's really no difference than that in saying, does Baptist theology, can it grow mold? Yeah. Can it grow cancer? Can it grow tumors? Can it, can, can it become a corruption? Who's, who's going to say no? Yeah. Who's going to say no? And if Jason Farley says, hey, one of the one of the tumors that Baptist theology can grow is a radical individualism. I mean, he's not even denying it. James White's not even denying it. He's saying it, you know, uh, non-confessional Baptist theology. I'm assuming he would assume that kind of Baptist theology yeah. is particularly prone to grow this kind of mold, yeah. to grow this kind of cancer. And does that lead to a radical individualism that leads to a radical, like, I'm going to find myself. I'm going to, I'm my own determiner of my own destiny. And does that turn into transgenderism? Yeah. Mm. All right, next tweet. Okay, um, yeah. Love you, James. Now, Jeff Wright, I like Jeff. I don't know him, but... Jeff's a good dude. I love this dude. Credo Baptists are the reason for the transgender crisis. Not cool or particularly thoughtful. Also, why shoot the guys fighting beside you? Hey, here, stop for a second. Actually, actually, this is great. (laughs) The spirit's moving. We're having a charismatic moment. Do I need to get the organ ready? Yeah, you do. No, I'm... um, this is why we are having the Fight Laugh Feast conference this year mm. on the serrated edge. Mm. Not even kidding. Not even kidding. This is why we're having the conference on the serrated edge. Okay. Jesus uses generalizations and sharp rhetoric and does it explicitly. Like he insults Pharisees. Mm. You whitewashed tombs. And then a bunch of the Pharisees say, you insulted all of us. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, look, if the shoe fits, wear it. Mm. No, we we didn't shoot at you, Jeff. Unless the shoe fits. Mm. No, I'm not saying. I, I'm assuming it doesn't. No, not with Jeff. It no, doesn't fit. I, I, not at all. Um, but Jesus takes whole. They just he just shoots them all. Yeah. Pharisees. Yeah. Lawyers. 
you know, and one time he shoots him and then a lawyer says, Hey, uh, I think you hit me on accident. And Jesus says, no, you lawyers too. (laughs) (laughs) You scribes, you you know, you serpents, you whitewashed. And and, like, guys, if we're going to be all about the Bible and we are, then we have got to learn to argue and fight like Biblical Christians. You know, I got to say, I've gotten a lot of, I've called a few Baptist friends. If I'm, some have called me and some are really upset. There's other ones that are like, I get exactly what you guys are trying yeah. to say because I'm going through the same process yeah. and, I, and I agree with you. Yeah. It's like, it, but you know, we're having a hard time coming out of that individualism so we can be able to see that this is yeah. a problem. And he, he says something, one of my Baptist friends says something to me. He's like, you know, one of the things that Baptists forget is that we won. Like most people in American culture are Baptists. Right. It's not like the- Even the Presbyterians are even, Baptists. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. Like, it's so true. Which is it, my, cons- yeah, even my the fight. Presby- Presbyterians are Baptists. Yeah, like which this. is a part of their problem. So, so anyway, but yeah. no, no, but but here, that's that's the thing. So, like, I mean, in uh, in uh, oh, where is it? I, I'm I'm blanking. Titus. Paul says um, all Cretans are lazy um, cowards, or yeah. lazy sluggards, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lazy, no, lazy don't work. Yeah, L- lazy liars. La- gluttons. gluttons. Thank gluttons. you. There we go. Sorry, producers. My Bible. I should look it up. For. I should look it up right there. Um, and it, again, it's like was every last. I mean. Could could Cretans have been offended by Paul? Yes. I wasn't. I wasn't a Cretan. <laughs> <laughs> but but no. But but this. But he's doing a generalization, and he's saying, "Look, you got your work cut out for you there on the island of Crete, Titus." Yeah, they've got a reputation, and they got the reputation somehow. Yeah. Do Baptists have a reputation? Yeah. Do Presbyterians of have a reputation? Yes, they do. And th- there's and there's 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 things that we are. Are pious about Baptists? There's, th- I mean, I, we, you've heard on the show over and over again how thankful we are for fundamentalist Baptists, right? Because they saved us in a lot they of ways. They saved us. Where, where uh, Presbyterians uh, dropped the ball. As then. much as I disagree with you know drinking and playing cards and dancing and all that kind of stuff, man, they said, look, we're going to die here on this on the the supremacy of Scripture, the virgin birth, the substitutionary atonement, you know. Pastor, I think there's a there's a point too where I, I've noticed that my Baptist brothers think that we, and this is why I brought up the context in which we serve, we live in with uh, Baptists and Presbyterians in fellowship in communion with the CREC, yeah. because I think that they're hearing us say, "Oh, it's us versus them," yeah. and it's like, no, it's just us. Right. It's all of now us. You're on our team. When we talk about y'all, we talking about us too. Right. Like, it's right. not it's not right. the separation. The problem though, Knox, is that you're thinking covenantally. That's my point, <laughs> and that hurt. <laughs> Ouch. You know, that's a good point. But, I, that's, but it's like, but we consider them part of the family. Absolutely, in and, every way. And and so and and that means that sometimes we might throw, you know, we, we might um want to correct you like a brother. We might want to admonish you like a brother. Yeah. Um, but we got a, we got an issue here. We got to deal with this problem together. Yeah. Uh, what, what's what's the next, what's the, next 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 one up there? Hey, cross politics is a credo Baptist fan of your program. This seems quite uncharitable. No, it's love. I know Pado Baptists are historically our older brothers in the Reformed faith, and like big brothers, sometimes you talk down to us, but remember that we are still your little brothers. Hey, man, that's what the show's about. You're our brothers. Yeah, absolutely. And we're not talking down to you any more than we would talk. Like Again, um, Presbyterians also have caused a whole bunch of nonsense and insanity of this land. I just want to say, too, like, um, Paul, thank you. I also want to say, though, that's why my point about the CRAC and the coming together— yeah. Our position in the CREC, it's not older, younger brother. Thank you. That's my point. It is not an older, younger brother. Right. It's just no. twin. Just brother. We're twinning. You're just right. brother. <laughs> it's just, You're just brother. brother. And and there isn't a talking down. No. And we hit each other, even in conversations here, we hit each other on things that 
we have to fight and dig out. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. and I go, I'm not going to lie to you, as coming from somebody who's inside of evangelicalism and the Enlightenment and agnostic, when I'm fighting with y'all sometimes that we don't always reveal on the show, I, I have to say that I'm like, man, this is what it means to be an adult. Right. And a brother. <laughs> and a brother. Brothers wrestle. Yeah. Brother, brothers wrestle. Okay, another tweet. He actually said, Baptist caused the transgender crisis. Cross-politic, no need for you guys anymore. There are other podcasts that aren't as careless with words. No mistake that the host of the Cross-Politic show encouraged it. Make a secondary issue the main issue. Okay. Ah. No, first of all, I keep going back to this. Yeah. Um, this, this, we haven't made a secondary issue the main issue no. at all. No. You're our brothers. <laughs> You're our brothers. No. And we are, gonna, and the, we are yeah. not breaking this to the table. We will break bread, be in membership, and fellowship with you in communion at church and not have any problems with right. it this whatsoever. Is, yeah, that would be making it a main issue. That would be making say, it a main we, issue. We couldn't eat communion with you. You couldn't be a member in our church. We're and, not, we, nobody said that. And I, and I want to say this right here, too. There are other podcasts that aren't as careless with words. Man, he is probably, he is so right He's about that. He's actually right. I mean, like, this dude, hey, Thomas, I want to say, brother, you are right. Like, yeah. here's how I refer to myself. And this is, I'm not trying to be like, oh, poor me. I'm just telling you the truth. I feel like Moses all the time. Yeah. God, go get somebody else who doesn't stutter. Now we, I, I, so actually, and if, if you're looking for a very, very careful podcast, find a new one. Yeah, I'm totally serious. Yeah, I know. You know, uh, we we call ourselves rowdy Presbyterians on purpose. Yeah, right. We're rowdy. Okay, we we've, I've described our show before as like Johnny Cash meets ESPN in a crowded bar. Yeah, okay, that's that, us. that's that's the the mojo we're going for. That's the that's the ethos we're going for. Yeah. and like. I don't know how you are with ESPN and Johnny Cash in a crowded bar. A bunch of guys probably don't go to bars. But anyways, when you're in there, is you're not thinking to yourself, now be very careful about the next sentence I'm about to say. <laughs> Sorry. That's not that's not what we're up to. Now we love you. You're part of the family. That's just, that's we want to be clear about that. And anytime that y'all want to, if y'all come to Moscow, if we're anywhere else, man, yeah. hit us up. I want right. to talk to y'all. I want to sit down and have a beer with y'all. I want to yeah. we're gonna be in a bar again and y'all can say whatever y'all want yeah. to say. Right. Hey, I just want you, I'm looking at the comments and stuff. It's like, oh, I love these guys, man. Yeah. I, I'm so grateful for this yeah. conversation. Right. And it is a conversation. And I'm I'm yeah. totally fine with having this conversation, but I don't want to act like whatsoever that theology doesn't have an outwork inside right. of culture or that the church doesn't drive it that's right the that's church right. drives culture if judgment starts with the house yeah. of god right we're the salt of the earth we're the light of the world yes. okay so you can't say that and then be upset when somebody says i think maybe this part of our church culture is causing that yeah yeah i mean look at the charismatics we can look all around and be like <laughs> and, and yeah. yet those are still our people brothers. that i'm gonna break bread with Every Sunday and constantly engage with, and I'm not going to leave them. Yeah. I'm going to stay there. And here's another thing: if you think that like we are absolutely wrong, the last thing you want to do to a brother is be like, "I am so done with you." <laughs> right? Like yeah. it's like, bro, come here. Let me, let me, let me yeah. break it but, down with you. But we're not done with you. <laughs> we're not. I love you to death, and I hope that you come and say, "Hey, let's have this conversation. Let's engage this." I saw somebody yeah. say on Twitter, "Like, hey, man, I'm done with this across politics." I was like, "Bro, well, if you want to talk to us, like, I hit, tagged you on Twitter. Yeah. We're more than willing to have the conversation. Yeah. If you think we're aberrant and tripping, then let's talk." Right. Next slide. The, 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 okay. I'm trying to be very generous here to those I believe are brothers. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, we believe you. But I believe he brazenly generalized a rather large group of Kratos the same way non-Presby's lump all mainliners as Pato. Hey, we don't care. That's cool. We're actually good with those kind of generalizations. I, I do it all the time. Jesus does it too. I don't think he was attacking particular Baptists still dumb and needs an apology. No, it doesn't need an apology. Not apologize. Because it's, it's generally... True. Not so long ago, the American dream was alive and well. Employees who worked hard were rewarded, and employers looked for people who could do the job, not for people who have the right political views. Redballoon.work is a job site designed to get us back to what made American businesses successful, free speech, hard work, 
and having fun. If you're a free speech employer who wants to hire employees who focus on their work and not identity politics, then post a job on Red Balloon. If you're an employee who's being censored at work or is being forced to comply with the current zeitgeist, post your resume on Red Balloon and look for a new job. Redballoon.work, the job site where free speech is still alive. Redballoon.work. Okay. The people that support us. Here we go. Here's the wrap-up. I'm going to read it as fast as I can. (laughs) On Monday, Jesus' God was trending, so we jumped on that bandwagon and talked about how God is central to every culture cultural and political conversation. Thanks. We also talked to Pastor Phil Kaiser about how God's law applies to all of life and how to help our fellow Christians stop being embarrassed of that. Knox and I also went straight out and purchased the Founders Constitution, <laughs> all five volumes, but I would like to point out that Knox got his a whole day before I got mine. Uh, On Tuesday, we talked to thing. attorney uh, Mariah Gandero about the initial court victory for a San Jose church fined for contempt of court for opening during the lockdowns. Turns out the court order to shut down churches was unconstitutional, so it's not contempt of court to ignore unconstitutional orders. Everybody should write that down. We also talked to Blaine Kanzati, who explained how Idaho's heartbeat laws, civil enforcement mechanism was allowed to go into effect last Friday, and the, and the, um, and the criminal enforcement mechanism is actually going into effect today, like literally today. While we still have mm. our work cut out for us in ending all abortion in Idaho and seeing equal protection for all unborn persons, we are grateful for this massive step toward that victory. On Wednesday, I was out of the studio way out of the studio, <laughs> not anywhere close to the studio. And Jared Longshore and Jason Farley took Knox and Gabe hostage. And they talked about crazy things. They talked about slavery and abortion and transgenderism. And did I mention that I was not here? Also, I wasn't even here. Thursday, Gabe was out of the studio suffering from the things that were said on Wednesday's show, I suppose. And campus preacher Keith did his best Gabe impressions while we watched Sam Harris deconstruct his own worldview in front of the world. Uh. Harris said that it was morally justifiable for the left to systematically conspire to prevent Trump from getting a second term because Trump is an asteroid. Except, not really, but sort of. And just look at him. Can't you see it? Okay, I just want to close out with a quick recap of what we at CrossPolitik think about Baptists. Are you ready? We believe that Baptists are brothers in the Lord. You are more than welcome to become full members of our churches, and we are happy to have you take communion with us. And when you decide to have your kids baptized, we will baptize them by sprinkling, pouring, or immersion, or any way in between. In fact, I personally baptized four kids by immersion this last Sunday during our worship service. And at the same time, we are Presbyterians, rowdy Presbyterians, as we have tried to warn you on multiple (laughs) occasions. And that means we think that the most consistent reading of Scripture teaches that our children are included in the covenant of grace and the new covenant, just like they were in the old covenant. God promised Abraham that he would be his God and the God of his children after him and instructed Abraham to give his sons the sign of that covenant with circumcision. The new covenant sign is baptism and this new covenant promise of forgiveness is for us and our children and as many as the Lord our God will call. So just as God included the children of believers in the Old Testament and marked the sons with the sign of the covenant, we believe that the children of Christians should be marked with baptism in infancy and included in the covenant family. But just to be clear, we do not believe this means that they are automatically saved. They must still believe and be born again. But we do believe that the sign indicates that God is inclined to save them. We also believe that American evangelicalism is shot through with idols and perversions in both Presbyterian churches and Baptist churches. Most Presbyterian churches have rainbow flags out front and many Baptist churches have gone completely woke. The worship of self, self-actuation, self-determination has been made deep inroads into both traditions. Presbyterians are not much better than drag queen groomers. Ooh. We take it. And by the same token, mainstream Baptist culture and that kind of Arminian masturbatory revivalist culture really is a gateway drug to the same ideologies that murder babies and carve up their bodies. Look, 
If you're not up for getting your denomination punched in the face, go find another news show. But I thought you all loved Paul Washer. We're talking about you. Oh, now we have all kinds of room for covenantal Baptists. We do differ on the timing of baptism, and you should be aware of the dangers that can run downstream from that. And we do not mind saying that we need to be aware of the dangers of nominalism and sacramentalism and sacerdotalism that sometimes runs downstream of baptizing babies. But the bottom line is that you are welcome in our churches, welcome at our tables, welcome to be baptized when you would like to in our churches. But we are rowdy, and we will occasionally throw a pitch high and inside. But remember, we consider you our full-blood brothers, and we aren't going anywhere. Look so, at that. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. <laughs> Until Monday, <laughs> love God. i to tell you all the time. Your strength. <laughs> love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic. Wait, wait, wait what? <laughs> you guys believe that stuff? Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations, the world's largest classical Christian homeschooling community. I'm launching a new podcast, Refining Rhetoric. If you like cross politics or just listen to hear what crazy stuff they're saying today, you will enjoy Refining Rhetoric. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. I practice the 15 tools of learning by interviewing great guests, looking at current events, and talking about cryptocurrency. Home. It's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, and stories are told. We are Chris Natalie Carpenter, owners of Story Real Estate, and our team of top agents helps people find homes in Moscow, Idaho, and around the country. Have you thought about a move? Contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first. Or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy.